Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Self-Medicated Podcast. Uh, I am your host, The Wayfair, a.k.a. Quinn Quarantino. Um, just wanted to give you our housekeeping items for this week. Uh, make sure you go follow us at The Self-Med Pod on Instagram. Uh, make sure you subscribe, rate, review, comment, wherever you're listening to this at. We are literally on every single platform except for Tidal. I'm going to have a conversation with Hova about that later on. Uh, but uh, Apple Podcasts, yeah, you know how that goes. It might might take a little little minute. Uh, but Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Alexa, literally every single platform you can listen to us too. We are there. Uh, so go check us out. Um, I'm gonna turn it over to my co-host for a special organic shout out this week. We're gonna shout out one of the multi-time guests. Um, she's called in She's actually been here For the podcast Year um, Has some very unique opinions You might have heard them Her strong opinions About snitching But we're not going to Get into that right now uh, <laughs> Very well rounded Smart and diverse individual um, We call it a head doctor Because she's an actual Head doctor Not for any kind of well, I mean, I don't know why she called it. That's her own self-imposed thing. Man, we're not going to get into that. But also, you know, she's, like I said, a very well-rounded individual. Um, always shows podcast support, so we want to just shout her out and acknowledge her and tell her we appreciate the, the help you provide our podcast with your comments and your suggestions. So thank you. Big shout-out to you, dude. You're going to shout-out to Instagram. So folks, oh, you yeah. follow her and show her put out her your socials. She works at no, like, um, <laughs> You can call her job at five <laughs> If you feel so inclined to follow The head doctor A.K.A. Ace You can find her on Instagram And on In My Skin That's the letter in My skin And you just spill that out And you'll be able to find her I don't know if she's going to accept it You know what I'm saying That's a fact We'll see what happens Good luck with that You know Demons exist Demons <laughs> exist <laughs> That's the organic shout out for the week And there it is, let's get into it Mm-mm-mm Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Self-Medicated Podcast for August 17th, 2020. Uh, August 17th is a very special day. Happy birthday, mama. It's my mom's birthday. What? Yeah, big, um, mm. oh, she'll be sure mad I if I said the number. But yeah, <laughs> happy birthday, ma. Um, oh, she, she's 18 years, uh, 14 the, years older than me, 16 years older than me. Sure. Just told him the number, man. Got you. Okay, I'm not yeah. gonna say it out loud. I, got yeah, you I didn't want to either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but happy birthday, Mama. Um, let's go ahead and introduce the pod. As always, I am your host, the Wayfair, aka Quentin Quarantino, aka the Banter Boss, aka John Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. Here, as always, with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, aka the Box Hunter. <laughs> A.K.A. One Pop Poppy, A.K.A. The Bottom Feeder. Nope. Here, as always, or not as always, but we have a couple special guests. Uh, Dr. BRB, the head doctor, Ace. Welcome. Hey. And then uh, we have Slangin' Birds making her return as well. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. How's everybody doing? Great. <laughs> Wonderful. That's a little bit more accurate. Glad to be back. 
You're glad to be back. Okay. Why are yeah. you glad? Glad to be black or glad to be back? Both. Both of them. There we go. Heavy we on go. the both. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to come back to this podcast, though? Shit, I don't know. Niggas is funny. Because niggas is and funny. And conversation yeah. is good. Okay. So, yeah. I almost didn't come back because I feel like last time there was, like, some creative editing, some defamation of character. Uh-huh. Like, a lot of things that I was, like, not okay with. But, okay. you know. Did you say those things? Yeah, so in here's that, the thing. In the wait, context wait, 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 wait. that they were playing? Hold on, hold on. I have no. to stop you right there. So the difference between print media and mm-hmm. audio media is with print media, your words can be, I think, taken out of context a little bit easier than audio media. Because you actually Aww. physically said everything that we heard. Right, but you played them <laughs> in a way right. that said something that I didn't say. That's not true. Okay, run it back. That's not proof. Not at all. It's still debatable, but it's a good piece of evidence. We can. Uh, I didn't can manipulate your words. I just made them repeat what you said. Outside of the context in which they were said, yeah, and then in various how circumstances much context when you felt do you like need they to have for her to say she eats ass. I don't, I don't know. Eat bottom ass. feeder, you Stop tell us. People that hold on, wait. So you don't eat ass. Let's clear this up. All right. <laughs> All bottom feeders <laughs> in the room. We also have to talk about that term. But mm-hmm. uh, bottom feeders. So you're saying you aren't one. No, I've never eaten ass. I think I said that the last time. Okay. But, but you, you also said you do eat ass. Eating ass. I don't remember saying I do. But do I support you it? You understand. Sure. Do you remember or do you not remember saying you eat ass? I don't recall. I recall Miss Birds very well, <laughs> and you was slinging more than birds. Slinging that tongue on them bunny holes. Wow, see that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh shit. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and get this started. One, uh, so it's funny because we're recording this actually on Nipsey's birthday, which I think is a big deal. Shout out to Nipsey Hustle. Uh, happy birthday, Nip. Happy C Day. Happy C Day. Um, and the, actually the first thing that I wanted to talk about before we start getting into the docket, uh, we were having a very interesting conversation about Finstas and we have a Finsta, uh, expert in the building. And so I wanted to try to get some, uh, do some investigative reporting on the functionality of Finstas. So, um, Ace, I would love to open it up to you. And, um, you know, go ahead and level set and then I'll ask some follow up questions. So I have a Finsta. Um, however, I don't post pictures of myself. My Finsta is a tool that I use to obtain she evidence that like it's a job I cannot <laughs> get any well. other way. My weaknesses are. <laughs> oh, so like I have a Finsta. You didn't even have to say that. You. I don't get on there every day, but it mm-hmm. does come in handy. What does it come in handy most for? Um, I would say in general, the purpose for which I started it, I would say for liars. <sighs> Wait, what? Who's to expose lie? liars, or so you could lie? <laughs> so that I could figure out if. They were lying. Ah, so Finstas are about insecurity. They're not. Oh, oh, oh. Got okay. it. Wow. I get it. I was um, a head doctor. 
Please just answer. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie though. However, it is a bit though, right? It, it, it definitely is because yeah. I made the page because I was feeling insecure about a relationship. Mm. But the crazy thing is, everything that I found out, of course, it, it was in more detail. But for the most part, it was shit that I already knew, and I ended up getting it confirmed. Women love confirmation. Just mm-hmm. trying to catch a guy up on lies. Because y'all be lying and then y'all be loving them it's so good that we fuck around and forget and we need some proof. You f- Damn, need proof that you forgot? No. Proof that you're lying. Yeah. Because oh. y'all, man, y'all will talk y'all way out of it. Especially if you know that she really cares about you, which go, uh-huh. which speaks to the level of manipulation that niggas be having on bitches. But that's another story. Well, this is actually a great segue for why I'm so interested in Finstas. Because what I would use a Finsta for... Why? It's not... No, I would use a, I would use my Finsta for shooting shots that I can't publicly shoot. That's exactly what I would use my Insta for. How are you going to use it? Are you going to post pictures of yourself? Right. Or? That's the whole... This is why I'm so interested in how it works. Because gotcha. I also wouldn't manage my Finsta. My fiance would manage my Finsta. So and she would she be would the shoot one the shooting shots, shots that exactly. you don't want. And you mean like you're, huh? like you're shooting your shot like Rihanna and not just like some random bitch? Oh, Rihanna's old news. That's old no. news. Oh. I'm talking about oh. new work. Uh, <laughs> Elaborate. Tell us. Who's no. the new one? Um, <laughs> man, this is getting out of hand. This is not, <laughs> this yeah. is not going the way. Yeah, you brought this started the subject, brother. <laughs> Set yourself up. No, so the point is, I'm trying to understand the logistics of operating a Finsta because, in my mind, I feel like it's easier to just use your regular shit. But I also recognize there's just certain shit you can't get off mm-hmm. on a public forum mm-hmm. with your name attached to it. Yeah. And I'm especially thinking about how I would use the Finsta. And so I'm trying to, I guess, close all the loopholes on being able to use this thing correctly. And I don't understand the picture part. Well, I, don't I think get it, it depends on who your audience is on your Finsta. Right. Like, because you can oh, dictate you it. to another audience? Well, it's like, you can invite people. What? Like, it's the same way of setting up a regular Instagram page or whatever, and you just decide who's allowed to follow you and who's yeah. not. So, like, on your Finsta page, you can be like, well, my mama, auntie, and them can't follow me. Exactly. Or you can't really my have girlfriend people can't follow, follow me. If you don't want people to know where you're from, you can't follow people who are, like, Centered in a specific location because that's gonna be weird and it's gonna be like, oh, you know, all these niggas from St. Louis, you must be from St. Louis too. Snitching yourself again. Okay. Shannon, do you have a Finsta? No. If you did, if would you, you did, tell us? You tell us? <laughs> yes. Would you know? Okay. Yes. You so you so called say I said I eat ass last week. Why would I care about telling you have a Finsta? So called? I mean, a Finsta might be worse than eating ass though. Is it? Yeah. Damn. So. I don't think so. Are you using your so. Finsta for good or for evil? You're right. I don't have one. I barely post on regular. I about social. to say she don't post on regular. Okay. What do you but do with also, your pictures? What do you? I'm confused. They stay in the album. Yeah. Mm. Some people have a Finsta as their like, they'll have a professional one and then like a regular. These my homies and they can follow me one. Gotcha. So it it like a group chat. Exactly. Like what's your oh, what's I your a professional Twitter? Professional Twitter. Do you? Yeah. Well, because I used to go to events and our I worked for a magazine and we would pose our. Questions in the comments, mm. so I had to have a professional one. It couldn't be slanging birds. Just asked, <laughs> "What we'll do about tax pays?" <laughs> yeah, that's a. There's something really interesting as as this 
as we continue to do this podcast and, and figure out the interwebs and all of that, one of the things that I've thought about a lot is like the way that the internet is used and social media is used. And I find it one of the barriers that I created um, through my job a long time ago was I'm not using my social media for work shit. Just period. I'm not I agree. Like I'm not advertising no events. I'm not putting out no recruiting calls, no calls. I'm not like this needs to be separate for my sanity, number one, but also probably because I'm a slip up and say some wild shit on my social media forgetting that y'all niggas see my shit, right? And so, like, even to this day, like just the nature of my job, the internet is a very useful tool, but I still like I have constant conversations with my supervisor like yeah nah i'm sorry i can't do that but having like a finsta like a professional gram or whatever i could see that being beneficial and how that could be useful but my problem is i don't like managing my own shit already i don't like it's too much work it's too much work but you can't be the face of something and not want to manage the brand that's how you end up like be simone you can pay somebody is that another bill that you're willing to take on at this point, though? When but you could do it yourself? Also, though, I think that... But then still, technically, that crosses the line of professionally because, like, you're paying somebody. Now this is a business you're engaging in. It's a business in. expense yeah. now, right? And you want to keep that out of your work. The other thing, too, about, like, social media, at least in service of the pod, is about being personable and, like, I got to be doing comments and all of that shit. And, and that, I think, is just different and weird and i also have i don't know it's just weird i think if you got paid for that you would be fine doing it oh yeah yeah exactly like in an advertising sense you mean exactly okay because i'm thinking we're talking about something different because i used to work for a social media tech company and i no longer had a personal channel like because it was used for professional communication at that point and i was like I hate this platform. I'll never use exactly. this shit again. <laughs> yeah, see, that's how I don't want to get to that spot. And I don't spot. use it anymore. Mm-hmm. That's how, that's how I don't, I don't want to get to that spot. Because right now, I can pretty much do what I want on my social medias, mm-hmm. but that's because it has been carefully curated exactly. <laughs> at this point for me to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, but, all right, good segue into the next topic. Uh, I would love to hear your response I'd to Cardi doctor. B's, uh, I'm sorry, head doctor, Ace, <laughs> Dr. BRB. We'll, be, we'll beep that out. Yeah, we don't, never mind. We, um, I would love to hear your reaction to Cardi B's apology uh, for a reference that she made in her popular song, WAP. I think there was a bar that Meg the Stallion made I around. I was actually Meg the Stallion. But I'm pretty sure it was Cardi who apologized, correct? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah so it was on her page. Yeah. Let me finish next time before you interject. The uh, Meg the Stallion had a bar in the song WAP that was around bottom feeders, aka ass eaters. Um, and subsequently, Cardi B made an apology Um Two folks who eat ass, a.k.a. bottom feeders, because I think she recognized and realized that bottom feeders was kind of a disparaging term, Mm -hmm. a little bit disrespectful, a slur, if you will. Yeah. Um, So I would love to as a. You would like to apologize. Go ahead. Yeah, I would like to hear your reaction. No, 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 no. She's not going to apologize. No, I'm talking about you. (laughs) I would would like to apologize to me. Go ahead. I would love to hear your reaction to Cardi's. 
to Car- to React. Cardi's apology. And then I would love to hear how you feel about the term bottom feeder and the way you've used that for people in your life. Should we give a definition of the term bottom feeder? I think I did already, but sure. Did you? Ass eater. No, I mean, like, why is derogatory in the first place? Why is it? Well, because the term bottom feeder is like, it's what they call animals in the ocean that feed off the remains of other animals so like crabs and all the things bougie people like to eat seafood basically I mean I feel like I had a pain about seafood but let's listen to that episode at a later point in that but <laughs> this usually mean as a term to demean someone because they're like picking for scraps and not you know which is very interesting because that would mean that if you call someone a bottom feeder, that you would think that your bottom is trash. You're, you're eating somebody's asshole where shit comes out of. <laughs> so I would think that you, how do you, like, make that sound good? I mean, I didn't Feels think good. she used the term. <laughs> You've had your ass ate? Yes. Oh, okay. Damn. Who has it, right? <laughs> Anyways. Let me tell you how I got this ring. Okay. What? No. <laughs> That's how he got his ring? Well. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love you ass so much. <laughs> I'm going to marry you. Here's a ring. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my God. Um. So, I feel like you're trying to avoid... This concept Usually no. when people Get confronted with them Being problematic Or using problematic language It can be a moment this To be This is funny Because he definitely Used it more to you Exactly <laughs> you, Used it more to anybody I'm Even trying to people help that you made you the song out. You're not helping me I'm out. trying to help you out but I'm trying I think to get that, an like, apology honestly, <laughs> I need an apology It was a bar It was catchy It made sense Um, Cool But then of all people You have what Charlemagne And DJ Envy or the mm-hmm. ones who are like, we demanded an apology. Like, really, niggas? That's how everybody else sounds when they ask for an apology for some shit they don't really care about, but they want to sound like they're woke. Do? <laughs> I can't believe you said that. You need to apologize. They don't care if you apologize. I'm going to say, they don't really. No, yeah. but in this case, like, they legit don't really care. Like, nobody's looking at eating ass like, you know. No, we the- don't. We don't know. Okay, you know, like <laughs> regular. Well, I don't know. I guess eating ass is regular now. It's just not something that's in my regular sex life. So I don't know. Mm. Gotta be more like the um, slinging birds. <laughs> Gotta Elaborate? diversify your bonds. Oh, <laughs> I have never. We didn't say you did anything <laughs> anyway. We just said you just need to be more like you. You can take that however you want to. Let me ask I'll you this: If, <laughs> if, uh, would it be a good or a bad thing if less men eat ass for fear of being called bottom feeders? I mean, I don't think that's going to change anything. It's a bunch of men in this game. <laughs> they hmm? they still out there. What? what? Okay, <laughs> that's a whole different subject. Wait. Why are they not considered bottom feeders? Wait. So that's not what I was trying nobody to Nobody said they weren't bottom feeders. Wait, no, but what? based on your question, honestly, I think that it depends on, because particularly, like, some women are not going to get off on you eating their ass. So it, okay. I'll say most. 
Exactly. Okay. But I don't understand what that has to do with my question. Your question, repeat your question. Well, what I was saying was that you were saying, will that, will being being called a bottom feeder deter men from eating ass? That was your question? That's not what I said at all. What? This thing is recorded. What I said was, is it a good or bad thing if less men eat ass because of being called bottom feeders? Uh... Isn't that not the same question? It's not at all. It seems like it is. Um, it depends on where they're diverting their attention to from the ass. <laughs> this is not going <laughs> at all the way that I thought it was going to go. Please elaborate on that. No, I'm just saying, like, if what? you're diverting eating my ass to eating me out, that's not a bad thing. But if you're, like, diverting that to just not doing shit and... You want to rush, then that's not a win for me. I got you. I like niggas already start now. out from the back, but I get what you're saying. Not the back, but damn, we start out eating ass. <laughs> that's crazy. I understand what you're asking now. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I guess. Uh, I'm so thrown off now. So. <laughs> Um, so I think, you know, men are prideful beings, right? We are very, I think, problematically so most of the time, very self-conscious and, um, you know, we operate in a certain way. And I think that being the sensitive beings that we are, simple terms, simple, albeit accurate terms, (laughs) like bottom feeder, may make certain men the same type of men who are defensive about the song and have a problem with the song in the first place feel away right mm-hmm. um and so my question is for the women who enjoy getting their ass eaten are they okay with sticking to this term and sticking to that their guns and using this term and like you know what i'm saying taking ownership over that in service of Trying to normalize ass eating and carrying going Janae Aiko's good work on this planet. <laughs> Do women like getting their ass ate? Really? Sometimes. Is it about the feeling or the act? That, oh, for, for me, it's, now we. For me, on. can we get the gunshot on that one? Because <laughs> that. Mm. Um, I think it's more so the act. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because yeah. Flipping birds. What was that? I've never had my ass eaten. What? How is you talking about eating ass so much if you don't eat ass and you don't? I think we get literally need to listen again. We to might that need to because I remember this totally because different. I think you guys are interpreting this as so. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like I never said that. I've never had it. I've never done it. I've never had it done. All right. Fair what enough. are you? What are you waiting for? Why are you? I've just never had the opportunity. Uh, which way? Ass didn't present itself. <laughs> Both, probably. <laughs> no, no ass has presented no ass itself. No ass there. I didn't present mine. Yeah. But uh, at what point is it appropriate have some homework to for next time start you come doing, back on the podcast? Start eating Facts. the ass, though. Okay. That I mean, is. How do you broach that subject? Right. How do you? <clears throat> how do you? Is it broached or do people just do it? 
I can see if you slip on the 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 nut and like nut sack. <laughs> I mean, slip what? on the nut <laughs> and like kind of like you slide to the gooch. But like, how do you get if you a dude? Eyes wide shot looking. If you're a dude looking a girl's ass, you don't just accidentally get to the asshole. It's very close. I mean, it's we're if you're a dude looking girl's asshole, you don't get very close. I'm just saying, like, you don't accidentally slip in her asshole. Like, you know where the difference. But you all, some, most of you niggas don't know where the clit is, so I really can't. Damn. Uh, never mind. I'll just stop here. This is why we have to have these conversations because it's important because some niggas don't know what they're doing. Yeah, and I'm saying that. out there. Yeah. And it's, uh, what I think is if we're going to have a more sexually liberated society and if we're going to be able to experience the pleasure that we may enjoy then I think that terms like bottom feeder may serve to kind of reverse some of that work Mm -hmm. only because niggas are sensitive. So what I'm trying to do is maybe there's something else that we can say or some other way that we can talk about feeding on bottoms that wouldn't turn niggas, that wouldn't make, yeah, that wouldn't make, because I remember when I was younger, eating pussy was a bad thing, Mm -hmm. right? And like niggas was exactly. lying about eating it publicly. Exactly, but exactly, exactly. Sucking dick has always dinner. been that way. <laughs> has it? No. Yeah, I, feel like it I feel like it eventually got that whole scene in, the, in, black in the brothers. Yeah, and I'm saying in the black community. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Shit. I don't know because I felt like when I was around certain people, if you weren't what sucking dick, they was like, bitch, what you doing? Like, how are you? Like, At why what are you age? not? Oh, no, I always grew up being like sucking dicks nasty. Guys are nasty. Wild. <laughs> I think when women started to realize how much control they have over a man when they suck in his dick, it was a. I hmm? think the the story changed. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Okay, it's <laughs> new to me. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I think I, so I, corners. I I think I had a different experience. The girls who were sucking dicks was the homies. Because they, they They just had a different outlook on life They were a bit more realistic yeah, right? like they, they were a bit more realistic They didn't quite have some of the Like At that at that age Some of the things that we would consider Like girly fantasies type mm-hmm. shit They was like a little bit closer to Reality reg- yeah, yeah. yeah So they were um, They were like more so the friend like homies for real, for real. Hmm. which is interesting okay. I think that's yes. just how peop- different people visualize sex and what it means and intimacy and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know um yeah I agree so do you think that Meg's intention was to talk shit about niggas or to normalize ass eating no I think I she think just I think she thought it was clever I I definitely think she thought it was clever it was but they always talking shit about like niggas within the context of you can you can only be around me or do for me if you have money or you are doing something for me in this case eating my ass so it definitely wasn't like y'all better be out there eating these hoes ass no i don't think it was that Hmm. so do you think more niggas is gonna eat ass because of this um i feel like you turn into the channel of this podcast with all these asking questions (laughs) Um, I think the same niggas who was already eating ass will eat ass because you 
No, you do whatever needs more. to be done to please that particular partner. Hmm? True, but I think I think there will be more because people when they hear Shannon's songs, they get curious. It's like, right. oh, that's I want to make an incredible Hulk when we were fucking eighteen. Like, <laughs> I don't make that dumb shit now. Like, that's stupid. Mm. But like, if you hear it in the song, you're like. Okay, she said something about ass eating. Maybe it's not crazy. Right. Maybe I should just stick my tongue out and give it a try. There you go. <laughs> just try it. Yeah. Just yeah. try it. <laughs> just try it. That's the remix Nike slogan. <laughs> just try it. Um, like maybe we should try a black woman as a vice president as a country. Yes. Something like that. Mm. Uh, so Kamala Harris got named as Joe Biden's vice president uh, candidate. Surprising no one. Surprising, absolutely no one. I, we might have called this actually on the pod. I gotta go back and listen, but if I didn't publicly call it, then it doesn't matter because I can't mm-hmm. prove it. But yeah, uh, yeah uh, Miss Mrs. Harris has been chosen as the VP. So <clears throat> um, that's the news line. I have a couple of things that I've seen about her vice presidency, potential vice presidency, that I thought were very, very interesting. Um, number one, she's the most progressive vice president candidate in American history. How do y'all feel about that statement? Where did that statement come from? Right. What do you mean? Did you say that or was that some... No, I've seen that before. No, I've okay. seen it yeah. several different People are places. saying that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a thing. What's that based on? I think it's her record as a senator, not as a DA, but as, as a, a senator. Difference. I think it is her record as a vice presidential candidate based on all of the things she's done as a senator and as a DA combined and the platform that she's promoting and running on now I think is where that statement comes from. I guess I'm ignorant on what she's done as a senator. Locked a bunch of niggas up. Yeah. That's progressive? No, not as a senator. As a DA. As a DA. No, as a senator. I said as as a senator. As a senator, she's done some pretty lit things. Such as voting on shit. I think okay. I, if I believe correctly, she's aligned with at least 95% of votes similar to Bernie Sanders, which he's, you know. And I, most of the shit that people are mad about Bernie not voting on, he just abstained. Yeah. Because he couldn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, never mind. My only thing with uh, Kamala is not necessarily her well it is partially her um her history and i think that we have to hold her accountable because with obama black people were just so grateful that it was a black man that they didn't really hold him accountable and he did nothing for black people and i think now seeing trump do everything for his constituents let us know that he could have done more for us even if he could have at least gave us the illusion that he would do that But with Kamala, um, one, holding her accountable, but I'm also over just we as black people having to be okay with taking whatever we can get. (laughs) Because nobody's voting for Biden and Kamala like, I'm going, I love them there. I love their policy. No, like, they're the lesser of two evils. And black people need to get out of that mountain frame of like, well, I guess this is what I can get, so let me be grateful for that. That's mm-hmm. annoying to me. <clears throat> yeah, that's a that's a good point. Um <laughs> to me though, that that the last point that you made about black people forced to be in uh having to choose between the lesser of two evils all the time, I think 
is a little bit myopic because we got to understand that we have to also take accountability for the fact that those final choices that we have are also up to us as well. Mm -hmm. And we, a lot of times, I think, act like in November is the first time that we have a chance to say anything. And when people say that, you know, my vote don't count, you motherfucking right. If you just show up in November, yeah. your yeah. shit do not count. Yeah. Um, and I think that that honestly is not anybody's real fault. I think that that's purposely done I, of how we teach civics um, in America. If you think about it, you're not required to pass a government test unless it's time to until it's time to graduate from high school. At which point you're already 18 and it's time for you to vote. Yeah. So you have no, you know what I'm saying? Like that to me is just a fucked up kind of foundational intentional foundational thing that is that is created um and so when you're then confronted with a situation where you have to vote for joe biden and kamala harris or fucking donald trump then you can understand why people may be apathetic to the whole thing it's like man fuck every last one fuck all of them exactly you know what i'm saying so i could totally understand that but again i think it, it it's myopic to start there right like we also have to see we also have to look at how the whole system works and if we are aware of the whole system how it works and we still end up with biden and kamala as the choices then i can understand a little bit more of like you know what fuck it fuck the lesser yeah. of two evils type thing but we kind of have to be better educated about how this whole shit works yeah um in order to leverage the power that we actually have access to <clears throat> um, I feel super conflicted because Kamala's a black woman, but she's not African-American. Mm. Um, and so... What does she identify as? Does she identify as mixed race or black? I think previously, I had seen some things floating around the internet that she did not identify as black. Mm. Um, and then more recently, she has identified as black. How convenient is that? I mean, she's a politician. That's what, you're supposed to do. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. I don't know do how factual it is, but that yeah. is stuff that I've seen floating around. Mm. And honestly, I feel like your father is Jamaican. Well, the only picture I've seen of her parents were black and white, so I can't tell if her mother is a darker skinned Indian or a lighter skinned Indian. I think she's mediums. Medium. Oh, okay. Like me? Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so a medium skinned Indian like you. <laughs> exactly. But. Um, <laughs> Mm -hmm. I never questioned her blackness, and I didn't realize that that was actually a thing that was happening. However, I think that also brings up the topic once again about how non-black African Americans feel about black Americans. Wait, non-black African Americans? I mean, black non-Americans. Maybe that's what I wanted to say. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, that's super interesting because it's it's like uh, you know when we talk about what the diaspora is, which is a big ass word for some of these Negroes. They're just now starting to come around to understanding what a diaspora is, no matter how many science projects they did in, in school. Um, I think that for a lot of folks, there's there's they're still struggling with the concept of blackness. And, like, there's different types of black people all over the place. 
um, and from different places, and they don't understand that the African American black experience is different than maybe a Jamaican black experience yeah. or a Latin Afro Latinx mm-hmm. experience, right? Not quite understanding that this is all black, <laughs> but it's different regions, I guess, of blackness, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, the reason why I'm conflicted is because I'm struggling a lot with that. At the end of the day, this is still a black woman. We are 1,000% pro-black women, period. On the other hand, though, I, I mean, I'll speak for me personally. I am anti-police. Yeah. I don't fuck with 12. And a lot of the shit that she has said um, leans itself to certain mentalities that I just think are very problematic and bogus to black people. Yeah. Um, and so I'm conflicted with, you know, standing behind black women and supporting somebody who doesn't seem really for us, so if that makes sense. Do you consider someone black if they don't identify as black? Yes. Okay. I do too, I think. So if a person that was half white and half black was like, I identify as a biracial person. Would you, you identify like, they I might I, black. They might identify that well, way that's a different they, category to them. Would that be like misgendering somebody? Whoa. Um Yes, it would. Yeah, I think so mm. too. So both of you say you would, so how do you feel about it when you look at it from that perspective? See, Are you still gonna do it? I'm okay with being problematic, so that's <laughs> a question for me. I will <laughs> yeah, nigga. <laughs> yeah, you bought. Yeah. No, I think um yeah, I mean to me though the the whole concept of blackness has a lot to do with your experiences. And shit regardless of how you identify and what you feel and what you think, yeah. the way that someone who may be racist deals with you and approaches you, it don't give a fuck about how you identify. And so if you're going to be treated in the same way because of if you're going to be treated in a certain way because of your skin, mm-hmm. and especially as it relates to blackness, then yeah, I'm like, you might not feel black, but your experience through this earth, when confronted by the right type of person, is going to be a black ass experience, period. But that can be said for people that are different, are born one gender, but associate with another one, or are changed to another one. I don't know. I feel like it's different, but I don't know why. Okay. I, I, I do feel I was like just it's curious. different. I, I just don't know why. I got to figure out how to articulate that because I don't feel like it's the same. Um, yeah. Because you can, Loki, you can hide your sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's you can't not, hide. Not. <laughs> and I mean, some people can hide their oh, blackness logic. problematic right quick. So you can't hide your your gender if you're born a man and you look like a linebacker and you start wearing dresses. And sure stuff you like can. Nobody grow your hair out, shave. <laughs> you still gonna have take stubble. some hormones. No, your bones are already developed. Where you like you can't have giant ass hands. Sure you can. People are not gonna notice that. Is what I'm saying. You can't hide it. You can change it, but you can't hide it. You but you can hide it more than you can hide the color of your skin. For some. 
For some, yes. For some. For some, absolutely. Because, yeah. like I said, logic. It's both ways, though, because it's like logic. He can hide it. People that probably t- started taking hormones earlier on in life probably can right. hide it. Right. So they both have groups of people where they can and can't hide it. Yeah. I feel like, though, that. Um, I, I just feel like it's slightly different because it's not automatic. It's not an automatic. I don't know. You don't have I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. How about that? I don't fucking yeah. know. Yeah. Let me slide with that one. I don't know. You want to put a pin on that so they can. Yeah. Um, so Kamala Harris for VP, we're conflicted. I don't. I mean, you know, for for folk, for voting folks, I think that. uh I think that for voting folks, I think that you know what I'm saying you gotta do what you gotta do. Like yeah. you gotta you gotta decide if um, if getting Trump out of office is more important than holding Democrats accountable. That's the decision. Like and fuck the lesser of two evils. This is the decision <laughs> that folks are really having to make right now. Are we gonna start holding the left accountable? And forcing them and showing them through actions that y'all got to cut out this bullshit? Yeah. Or is it more important to make sure that Trump is not in office for the next four years? That's the conversation. That's the that's the conflict. I agree. Um, I'm curious, though, because I think when we first heard Kanye was, Kanye was running, mm. we both thought we would support him. What now, stop. No, that's inaccurate. That is, that is, a gross mischaracterization. Mischaracterization. You didn't say you would vote for Kanye. I did say I would vote for Kanye. That's all I'm saying. No, you said support. Yeah, that's what I meant with a vote. Oh, I didn't mean like going out campaigning for Kanye. I'm sorry. When I hear supporting somebody as but an that campaign, to me, that's easy what campaign. It's gonna be fire. It's gonna, it's gonna kill the MAGA hat. White people fire. love the MAGA hat. Have y'all been seeing what Kanye's been doing? Yeah, have y'all seen this? I talk. I turned your microphones off so y'all could eat. So, <laughs> yeah. So there's no point in talking. Y'all going just right. The yeah. I don't know if y'all have seen this, but this whole Kanye 2020 rollout is kind of fire. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna front. This nigga is kind of doing it. Uh, He's talking about issues I want resolved. So I that's what I would vote for him. I want to end homelessness. I want him to incorporate powernomics for black people. Exactly. I want to be able to have an abortion yeah. if I want to. Your microphone's not on. Okay, and I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who said he wouldn't allow that? Based on his outcry. See? Mm-hmm. I don't think he would. He but would did you hear what he said, though? Your IUDB, though. Why are you, you ain't worried about that. IUDB? Let me put that in. I like how you keep leaning into the microphone. <laughs> IUDB. That's one of that's, that's one, one of your AKs. Okay, we got it. Have that it's already listed. Oh, if I'm gonna be called bottom feeder, oh yeah, it's no holes barred. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but the interesting thing about what Kanye was saying was he was not trying to outlaw abortion. Mm-mm. What he was actually saying is, hey, it's kind of fucked up how many black people go through abortions and how many black babies get aborted every single year. That's kind of wild. 
And then he followed that up with a story about shit. I almost aborted my first baby. Which is, you wouldn't think he would be on some shit like that. Exactly. He was married. Right. <laughs> so right. He, he wasn't married. He was married when when, when not married when they got Oh, excuse me. My bad. I'm going to turn your mic back on you. I'm going to spend some time. Can you say that one more time? He was not married because wet North was at the wedding. Oh, I so remember then, that. My bad. Yeah, you're actually right on that. But the I funny just part Jane is. I for in a white Batman suit for yeah, the wedding. Yeah, to be yeah, yeah. That's all I remember about that one. But honestly speaking, though, then that speaks more to Kanye's point, though. And that's the fucked up part. Because he has a point. He's speaking to not only like. Just kind of socially his mentality of trying to have a baby before out of wedlock and all of that. But also the fact that he legitimately almost had an abortion on what he now feels is one of his greatest gifts on earth. And trying to superimpose that upon other people who, you know, for whatever reason may have gotten an abortion or been forced into an abortion or talked into an abortion um, without thinking about alternatives and understanding like yo if i would have been talked into this or if i did follow through on this then i would not have this gift to me this is a typical misguided kanye statement i get what he's trying to say it just don't come off right right mm. like it don't he ain't quite say it right he, he was supposed to say it a different way yeah and i think that um yeah conceptually i think that's what he was trying was trying to say which i think is interesting to bring light to right that oh, when he uh tweeted the number of black babies that have been aborted and then i was able to fact check it and look at it, it as like oh wow that's actually quite a big number mm -hmm. and then just understanding without any other kind of uh context context just that that's a massive number yeah. <laughs> just point blank period it's just For a like massive number the percentage of the population exactly yeah. exactly so like i don't know it was interesting i don't know I, I i thought that was interesting i still stand by if trump biden and kanye are three choices that we have yeah. right now at yeah. this moment i'm still picking kanye west yeah over Joe Biden, over Donald Trump. The way I've been seeing the argument framed for um, picking the Biden-Harris ticket mm -hmm. is because one is the lesser of two evils. And this is an assumption that because they're Democrats, they're going to fix all the issues Trump caused, which mm -hmm. I don't think is necessarily true. So I don't appreciate people making it seem like this is your only option. Trying to put you in a corner. This is how I felt um, last time. Yep. Uh, Hillary and um, Trump. This mm -hmm. is why I didn't pick either one of them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like because black people are so loyal to Democrats, they aren't seeing opportunity to kind of shake things up. You don't have to vote for Kanye. You could maybe vote for Green Party or whatever. You're right. But this is a chance to shake things up and show that your loyalty is going to need to come with some kind of benefits other than just the historical voting we've done with the Democrats. But I don't feel like that's necessarily like I get, I 100% get where you're coming from, but when you, most of the time it's a Democrat saying, or a person that potentially could vote for the Democrats saying, you know, I don't like the Democratic ticket. I'm going to vote for someone else. Republicans usually will always vote Republican. 
So when you split that vote, as much as you want to claim that there are other people involved and you can choose other people, are they really viable candidates? Or do they just make you feel better about the fact that you said you voted? But what makes them viable? Do they have a chance of getting to the White House? The only reason they don't have a chance is because people aren't willing to give them one because they want to toe the lines of, I'm a Democrat, I'm just going to have to vote Democrat because I want the lesser two evils. I'm talking about making an impact by changing your vote. Exactly. And that's where I think that the, the education piece comes into play because mm-hmm. I think that we kind of feel hopeless and feeling like, you know what, fuck it, I just have to vote Democrat and that's my job. I, I fulfilled my civic duty by voting all Democrats in. And that's trash as fuck. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, yeah. that's just straight literal garbage to me in my mind. If you're going to sit here and vote people in because of the political party that they claim, not based on the policies and mm. how they benefit mm. you and your family, you and yours, then what the fuck? Are we talking about? I heard a that nigga preaching. Yeah, have you heard of um, what's this kid's name? Kid Yellow. What? Or some shit like that. You always come with these random. What's this little what nigga's was the name? Rapper last week, toothbrush or what? Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yellow pain. So this kid, this kid, oh. Yellow Pain, uh, made a song and a video called "My Vote Don't Count." Right, and it's basically talking about the political process and how voting works. It's a really dope. Video, you should check it out. Play us a um, snippet of it. I can play a snippet of it because of our new technology. Electoral votes, more than 270, more than enough to become the 44th president of the United States. He will be the first African American president uh, of the United States. I've been broke all my life, but I kept hope all them nights. You see business in my city? Yeah, they closed all them twice. I was just riding down Salem, all them damn potholes. I can't drive. I know y'all can fix it fast. But I know y'all won't try Alright so he's talking about right now uh, Basically the time period Right before Obama got elected mm-hmm. Right and Yeah and just the mentality of a black person Young black person In that time frame right Fast forward a little bit. Uh, ain't nobody raised minimum wage. None of these jobs pay enough. I think they just want to keep us broke. Cause they ain't putting none in place for us. This how all my people feel, but we gotta learn. We complained enough. Let me change it up. Everything I just said, everybody I know think the same way. See, they don't want to see us vote. And we never do. So we see the same thing. But all our votes really do count. And they'll never really let it show. So now I'm finna break it down. Cause if I don't, you would probably never know. Alright, now he's actually about to break some shit down. To you niggas And it's about to make A lot of sense And it's dope And I think this is Should be like Low key required listening For a lot of people First thing first You know back in middle school When they taught us It was three branches Of the government We forgot it when we got older It's the judicial The legislative And executive But all we know Is the executive That's the mayor Or the governor And the president Now none of them Three people make no laws They just be checking them The laws come to their desk And all they do Is say no or yes to it So when the news station Tried to tell us That Barack Obama Couldn't put us on We was all Saudi at Obama when it was the Congress members out along. We gotta focus on the legislative branch. Yeah, they the ones that make the laws. Yeah, they the ones right how much food stamp money spinning. you get on the call. Yeah. But when people that wanted to help us wanted the job, I know they probably lost. Cause we ain't even know their name, we ain't know their face, we ain't know it all. 
So the Congress or the State House, that's legislative, they make laws. So what we want from the president is what they do, okay, y'all? See, they election every two years, but we don't never even go to those. The Congress, they can raise minimum wage, but we ain't even really know it, though. So you know how back in 08, when we all voted for Obama, we was all supposed to go back in 2010 and vote for the Congress. Let me just stop it right there. <laughs> I would just stop it right there. This sensation play that for the kids. Yeah, uh, it's already that. it's already in the kids' curriculum. I've oh, been I've been glad already to hear that. yeah glad man. To hear that. So the uh, I mean a couple of things. Shout out to Yellow Pan. I don't know this nigga at all, and his hair dye job is not the greatest. But the way that he's spitting on this, I just think it's very important. A to speak the language of these young niggas. He mm. sound like fucking young Dolph to me. I was gonna say that. I was like, I'm gonna just keep it. Okay, I'm glad you yeah. said that too. To first of all speak the language of young people, I think is important. But then also to just kind of what we were literally just talking about is education about how this whole system works. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way that he was just talking about it is very, very important. The, the key line there was right before I stopped it. Everybody went and voted. We had record turnout in 2008 to vote for Obama. But what you niggas should have did was two years later and figured out that Congress shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's an excellent framing for, you know, how politics actually work. Yeah. <laughs> it's really important. That's a dope song. It was dope. Uh, it's called uh, My Vote Don't Count by Yellow Pain. Um, We're gonna add that to the self-medicated playlist Yeah, there's actually a remix Of my, I think it's called My Vote Does Count um, That recently came out this year I haven't had a chance to listen to it I hope he don't change So when did this the original right, one old? come out? Old, yeah It's, it's like, old? Yeah, it's like right around 2016 2016? Oh wow, oh, wow. 2016? No, it can't be 2016 Oh no, 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 this is new I'm like Because he's talking about 2018 I'm like, this nigga know the future <laughs> <laughs> uh, this video came out in January gotcha. of this year. <clears throat> um, fuck, hold on, let me see. The remix. There's a remix called "My Vote Does Count" with somebody famous, like a singer. Hmm. A singer. Yeah. What's it called? What's it called? <laughs> Seven Streeter. Yeah. Seven oh, Streeter. Okay. Um, you got that one. I don't have it. I, it's on my title. I haven't listened to it yet. Okay. <clears throat> um, but that's a really good example, man. Like, just switching up how we even think about this shit and approach it, I think is very, 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 very critical. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. One last. We got to get this last political topic off. Because your boy, the vice president, said some wild shit, right? <clears throat> uh, you ready? So, Pence goes... Pence is trying to make is uh, doing a metaphor poorly. Senator Kamala Harris said she would change the dietary guidelines of this country to reduce the amount of red meat Americans can eat. Well, I've got some red meat for you. Pause. Hey, yeah. <laughs> We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Pause. Hey, yeah. He's All not right. talking about circumcision. In case He's not. He's not. Do y'all want to? How do you even react to this? I was just gonna say <laughs> I don't is, know what you're expecting from us. Well, here's the thing though, because this was this was <clears throat> an attempt at humor. Was it? I think so. I think it was an attempt at humor, speaking to their specific base, okay. Trump and Pence's okay. base. I think this is a. Um, 
a metaphor for getting your balls cut off, right? And what he's trying to say that Biden and Kamala represent the cucking of America. Okay. Cucking, not the cooking. The, the cuck. cucking. Cucking. With the U. Cuck. There you go. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's funny because he's talking to farmers and talking about steak and all of that and the red meat. But I think my personally. I just went through puberty. Right? I know, right? <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> um, but I think what he's talking about, he's trying to make a metaphor of like they're going to cut the balls off America. Mm. Um, so react. Well, I would say it's actually nice to hear Pence making a fool of himself for a change. So we don't always attribute the foolishness to Trump. So mm. I'm good there. Wait, you heard okay. him talk about conversion therapy when he was Keebler elf. <laughs> Never mind. I just feel like recently, like we've heard nothing from him, and so it gives that yeah, because he was talking like, about conversion therapy, and they told him to <laughs> shut his ass up. <laughs> That's why. Well, and also he's like creepy. Don't he call his wife mommy or yes. some shit like that? Have you ever seen this? Well, not in a like Latino way, but like in a creepy he's white man from way. Indiana, so yeah, yeah true. <laughs> <laughs> mommy, mommy wants me to eat. <laughs> like what? <laughs> It's kind of strange. Uh, it's kind of strange. Yeah, they made him shut the fuck up a long time ago. It's true. He ain't really heard nothing. And you're probably gonna have to shut the fuck up again because that was just <clears throat> that. Was, while we think that it's silly, if his the people in the audience were focused in the agricultural space, they're yeah. eating that up. Oh well, no that, but that's my point. That's who he was talking to. He yeah. was talking to a bunch of cattle farmers. Yeah. Saying and and the funny part was that the clip that I just played was his punchline. Before that, yeah, before that, he was talking about the red meat industry, Mm -hmm. right? Obviously pandering to this crowd. And then I think the punchline is like, they're trying to cut your balls off. Does he have like the same respect amongst the Trump supporters as Trump does? Are they like, that's Trump's guy, so whatever he says, we fuck with, or do they not really care about him? I know he had a more aggressive... he he like he was known for his more aggressive approach to like government yeah. than other people so that's why i think they felt comfortable like oh if something were to happen with trump then pence would be in but trump is fucking still there yeah um so i think that they know what kind of person he is they're just not used to him being like being that person in this way okay my understanding is that <clears throat> Trump, <laughs> so Pence would be the ideal conservative candidate, but he's too far to the right. Right. Mm. And Trump brings in more moderates and leftists. Mm. Right. So that should tell you how wild this motherfucker <laughs> is. Yeah. Um, you know, when I, when I talk about the conversion therapy shit, that he, he literally... Talked about that on his campaign trail. <laughs> okay, so this is the type of person that we're talking about. He's kind of off a little bit. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah. the exact type of off that certain people like, if that makes sense. So True. I don't know. And yeah. I think a lot of a lot of the reason why Trump got ended up getting so much like conservative re, uh, uh, support is because 
Pence was his running mate, and mm-hmm. they were like, "Well, fuck it. If we get this motherfucker out, well, at least we'll have Pence yeah. Yeah. type shit." So, oh no, yeah, motherfuckers is wild, man. Um, all right, any other serious topics we gotta get to? Because we got fun stuff. I think we should take a break before the fun stuff. All right, break time. All right, ready, break. <laughs> we're live. Um, so yeah, I, I listen. They have kicked my man, my problematic Flav. Flav. Flavor. Flavor. Flav. My problematic fave, Boosie Badass. Uh, they have kicked him off Instagram, man. And it's a, it's a travesty. It's fucked up. It's bogus. This man needs his Instagram. I want to play a couple clips uh, that. <laughs> Where was he posting these clips if he's not on Instagram? Snap, exactly. Oh, uh, okay. Snapchat. I don't know if it's Snap or not. It seemed longer than like the what was it thirteen seconds? Yeah, seconds but yeah, I think yeah, he posted yeah. some when he got like back on Instagram and he was like, "I'm good." <laughs> oh, he's back now. I might have made that all up <laughs> <laughs> because the last time I checked, literally yesterday, he was not on. Oh, okay. I feel like the shade room posted something today about him being back on, but oh. I don't know. Well, if that's the case, well, shit. So I want to just play the the clips of Boost. This is why this man is my problematic fave, because he's wrong a lot. <laughs> he, he's yeah, bogus yeah. a lot, but he also represents kind of just the nigga in all of us. <laughs> so I'm gonna just play. I'm gonna play a couple of clips from Boosie, and uh, we'll talk about it after. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I need to get back on Instagram. I got just got an email. They say I had some sexual content. Play up if I if I, uh, my bad. If it popped out, it wasn't my fault. But I'ma take my leap. They just sent me a thing for me to take a picture with, and my Instagram still ain't back on. I just took my picture. This is my number. I'm ready, Mark. I'm ready to get back on. I got, I got people money. I got to do Instagram drop. Whatever I did, my bad. I need to get back on Instagram. Do not do this to 2020. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberger. Mark Zuckerberger. Hold on. That was the first one. Here go, here go part two. This the following on Instagram name. <laughs> this, 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 the, this the video later that night. Later that night. They just took my Instagram. Mark Zuckerberger. I need to talk to you. Bosses need to talk to both. I don't know what I did, but I need my Instagram back. I don't even know what I did. But this is how I feed my family. Mark, do not do this to 2020. Do not take Boosh off Instagram. We need to talk, Mark. You need to take me to orientation or something. But you can't put me out of school. Put me out of school. This is how I feed my family. We ain't making no show money, Mark Zuckerberg, none of the rappers. I need my Instagram back, man. Mark, I need my Instagram back. Mark Zuckerberg. I told everybody, call Mark Zuckerberg at him right now. Tell him, call my assistant. We need to talk. I need my Instagram. I got people money I got to poke. Oh, fuck. Okay, so, oh shit, y'all see why he's my problematic fan? 
Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> he said it with confidence. Don't too. do this to 2020. I'm about to say, does that, is that his nickname or is it like just like 2020 is already fucked up? So don't like fuck it up by. I think he's me. saying don't 2020 2020. Yeah. Like, don't do too much here. There's <laughs> a lot going on already. Oh, my God. Don't do this to 2020. Well, why does he think Mark Zuckerberger is, like, personally <laughs> determining who gets to have Instagram and who doesn't? Because right. it's Boosie. That's <laughs> Some niggas then told him that Mark Zuckerberger <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram, and he feel like that's the one... That can clear his name. He want to go straight to the source. He don't want to deal with no right. middle person because he need his Instagram. This is how he feed his family. Do you think it got to Mark Zuckerberger? Yes. <laughs> of course. And I think Mark is laughing his ass <laughs> off at this shit. He's probably just confused. Like, who is this and why nah. is he saying my name like that? <laughs> he know who it is. You don't know who Boosie is. He know who the fuck Boosie is. He's at Harvard doing white me down. Yes, <laughs> yes he is. That's okay. the only reason why I know he know because he was in college when White Me Down. Uh, if he was in college when White Me Down came out, you know who the fuck Boosie is. I feel like he was listening to um, John Mayer in college. <laughs> and <laughs> Boosie. <laughs> but I don't know, man. For for whatever reason, I just felt like there's a lot to this clip for me. Obviously, the entertainment value was very, very high. Um, but I also feel like Boosie was kind of saying things. He was kind of speaking about or, or speaking to a lot of things that artists feel right now. And the position that folks who rely on being able to tour or be able to do shows or being able to travel and display their art in person versus how much money you can make and your celebrity that you can leverage off of social media platforms. Uh Um, And the fact that he's talking about like, yo, it's fucked up that by being displatformed or deplatformed, you are really actually fucking with my livelihood. And the fact that I can't make no money no kind of other way, my Instagram is how I do this. Zuckenberger, help me. You know what I'm saying? Like the (laughs) fact that, I don't know. He's yeah. He kind of spitting low key yeah. In, yeah. in a sense It's like yo this is Fucked up that I even have to be reliant On my Instagram For my livelihood right now And I, yeah. I don't know I, Obviously Boosie is not that deep Right like I think he's just trying to get his bills paid It's probably some motherfuckers That like he does promo for That's probably on his ass right now That's exactly what it is Right Yeah It's some shit he I remember I think it was last week He showed how much money he made in 13 days And it was like 190, 180,000 dollars Yeah I don't think he feels The best about his safety right now Yeah Right Because it's some niggas (laughs) definitely some niggas from some small towns Exactly Shout out for the local single (laughs) Some nigga shit That's why he said it in both of them clips I played I got people People's money that y'all playing with. Mm-hmm. He's saying a lot when I'm saying the whole, but this is not a game. And the fact that I don't know, artists have to rely on platforms like this and not having a lot of control or power over it is. I think Gabrielle Union talked about this, like hinted at this a little bit a few months ago when quarantine first started. Yeah. Oh, I'm moving mm-hmm. away. But <laughs> just talking in this. Like side. sideways again. Um, there's a there's a lot of celebrities that I think make a lot of money off their Instagrams. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I don't think that a lot of people know that. I think a lot of people are confused about how people leverage these social medias. Um, yeah, and I think that people are confused about that, which is why I think that, um, you know, someone like Abusi coming out and kind of explicitly stating how much he relies on Instagram for his livelihood, especially in times like this, makes me think about folks who are not quite a, a, a household name as Boozy mm-hmm. and how they're struggling right now, right? They don't got the same amount of followers as Boozy. They don't got the cachet that Boozy got. They don't have the fan base that Boozy got. And they also cannot do shows. They can't grow their fan base. They can't do yeah. shit, but yeah. put some shit on their story. You know what I'm saying? They can't really do nothing beyond that. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, man. It's very interesting. But shout out to Boosie for always being entertaining. This nigga is a this nigga needs to be in front of cameras all the time. What happened with his uh, reality show? They canceled it. Thank goodness. It wasn't he even on a, a network show. show. Yes, like, it was. It was supposed it was... to be on Lifetime, and they canceled it before it started. Nah, I thought it was like on. What was it called? Um, something about baby mamas or something. No, that was the first episode. <laughs> are you talking about the Shorty Low one, or are you talking about no. the Boosie one? No, the Boosie, Boosie one was like supposed to be on like a Boosie. website. No, no. See, listen. So Boosie had a deal with Life. His show was going to be on Lifetime. They canceled it. <laughs> then he had that same show. The the uh, that same show got picked up by one of those internet companies. Okay, yeah, that's what I was. And I then they the canceled it because he was saying, uh, uh, "Fuck, what did he say?" Was he that the way around shit. the Dwayne Wade? Yes, yes. Yeah. That's when the uh, internet people canceled him. Is when he was talking about Dwayne Wade's so. people. Yeah, the oh. internet channel. I think it was Quibi or some shit like Quibi. Sounds that was like an right. independent type shit. Because Lifetime dropped him. And then the Quibi or Netflix, somebody who don't really care about what you say as, as much, picked him up. And then he said that shit about Dwayne Wade's son. And then they actually dropped him. Dropped yeah, I mean, him. if he has a show, it needs to be uncensored. It doesn't. It has to right. be on Lifetime. Yeah, it can't. Network. Mm-hmm. Boosie. <laughs> Uh, He need to just put (laughs) See And this is where You need real niggas In your corner Boosie's manager Needs to be figuring out How to get on the lineup With Beast Mode Show And Red Table Talk On Facebook Mm -hmm. On Facebook Honestly Boosie Should have just Put it out himself Yeah I agree It's Boosie he should have, yes. I mean, like, he wouldn't, he the can't. smartest move would have been to put it out on himself and just right. sell it on his own platform. Right. But, yeah, no, I agree. Um, apparently, he got banned off of, well, the funny part is, this nigga got banned off of Instagram for promoting his OnlyFans. <laughs> and his OnlyFans is nothing but other women just doing shit on, on their OnlyFans. But they are doing it under the Boosie brand. And so, like, he was, OnlyFans? Yes. That's exactly what he's. That's exactly what he's doing, and that's what because he was doing like little screenshots of stuff. Um, so shout out to Boost. Speaking of artists having problems in the media lately, Miss Lauren Hill's daughter recently spoke out um, about her upbringing and some of her challenges with her childhood, um, and made some splashes. Made a lot of news. Um, so first, before I start talking about Lauren Hill's daughter, her name is Salah, by the I was way. Say, you can say her name. Yeah. Her name is Salah, by the way. 
Um, <clears throat> and uh, she recently took to social media to talk about um, how not having her father in her life impacted her and the way that she was raised by her mother and how that impacted her. Her father being Johan Marley, right? Rohan. 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 Okay, same thing. No. He wasn't there, so, you know. You know. <laughs> there we go. That <laughs> Rohan Marley, the son of Bob Marley and... Uh, Football player's son. Yeah, and Lauren Hill. First of all, the fact that she don't have no music that I know about is a problem. Lauren Hill or Lauren her daughter? No, Salah. I thought she was a model. Hmm. Oh, I didn't think she was either one of them. I know that she had <laughs> done some modeling, but I never knew that she was supposed to be. Oh, she did do some modeling a couple yeah. of years back, right? Yeah. Okay. The people like, Look Y'all at are Lauren missing Hill's my daughter. point. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did see that. Y'all too. are missing my point. <laughs> she is in the bloodline of two legendary artists and can't sing for shit. True. What was the point again? I'm sorry. <laughs> she is the direct descendant. Of two of the most amazing artists that this planet has ever seen. I mean, she did lose out on the gene pool in that sense. No, but she can sing though. She's released music. Um, okay. No. What? No, yeah. you said she didn't make music. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. You gonna it's play us a song? I can. Yeah, let's hear what she's. What, what, it's kind of trash. Before we continue on this, it's, let's it's hear them. Let's hear them bars. Who winning a versus her or she's um, not Willow? Willow Smash. Alright, let's see what she got. I don't know him. Stop calling my phone. You knew that I was caught up, but you thought that I would always stick around. But karma comes like ten You had. All right. Oh. Yeah. I mean. That and that was recorded two years ago. You said. <laughs> this was released in 2017. I feel like if she was a white woman, she might be able to get that off. But like yeah. a black yeah, woman singing her heritage, that ain't ain't hard. That ain't it. So the important part is that she was speaking about her childhood and how she felt about being raised. Um, She talked about uh, how not having her father in her life impacted her. She talked about the, I guess, physical abuse that she felt that she experienced at the hands of her mother. Um, And just, I mean, honestly, it was a two-hour Instagram live that I didn't watch most of, <laughs> but uh, just seeing some of the some of the clips um, from some of the things that she was saying, it was very insightful, very introspective kind of moment that she had. Um, <clears throat> and um, you know, subsequently, Lauren Hill actually responded in a very very dope way. I actually. This might be fucked up, but I paid more attention to Lauren Hill's kind of response to what her daughter said than what her daughter actually said, mm. which is kind of wild. Uh, and I admit it. But what Lauren Hill said actually was fire as fuck. Um, you know, she kind of low key took accountability for how she raised her daughter and also said, yeah, my daughter, my kids think for themselves. What the fuck? <laughs> right? Like she, she, I kind of appreciated how she said yeah i did my best i did what i could do 
and also my kids have the right to feel however they felt about whatever the fuck I did. And the fact that that she was able to elevate and kind of raise up both, that she did the best that she could, the fact that she felt like she did everything right, but also validating the experience of her child, I think was very, very dope for her to be able to do. And it's also Lauren Hill. I ain't expect her to have problems with words. Right? (laughs) Like, that that wasn't what I was expecting, but... Um, I, I just thought it was a really cool thing. This is, to me, this was low-key what the red table is supposed to be, right? It's supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be people being honest and vulnerable about about their experiences and what that felt like, and then validating the fact that different people can experience the same shit in different ways. Um, so I feel like they did it better. Uh, I have not seen anything or heard anything that Rohan said. Have y'all seen anything that Rohan said? No, I don't think he's saying nothing. Um, I'm pretty sure he popped up and said something. <laughs> so you asked us knowing that, or did you? <laughs> no, I <laughs> genuinely want to know. Uh, as I was researching this, I felt like I said something. I saw something that he said. Right. Uh. Um, and I also felt like it was sure. I like that she felt like she had the the power or at least enough, you know, control over her dynamic with her mother to say that what her mother did was wrong. I think when you start to see your parents as human, that's a very interesting moment for people. Yeah. Uh <laughs> He just read it. Yeah, that sounds like some shit future was Right. He, yeah, Rohan, Ro. My, my nigga, Ro. My nigga, Ro definitely pulled. This was in, I believe it's page 16 or 17. I can't remember. Of the Toxic Nigga Playbook. He, uh, he, t- he tweeted out directly from the playbook. He goes, I love you, my lioness. The truth might be an offense, but it's not a sin. I love you. I totally understand what you mean. I feel like that's the same type of response that Floyd Mayweather gave his yep. daughter, which mm-hmm, was like mm-hmm. bullshit. Like, because if I'm being honest, you don't really need to respond to me on social media. However, I did present it so I could see how you feel that need. But now you've proclaimed that you're going to do something about it in a very minimalistic way. So I don't know. I mean, this is to me, this is a very trip- tr- tricky subject because... I've seen a lot of situations where the information that the mother of the child shared about the father of the child was not true or accurate or. Mm-hmm. And I've also seen it just situations wasn't bad. It was where just bad. it was it had nothing to do with the mother and the father just chose to take the opportunity he had to have an independent life of the child. And then regrets that and wants to now be a part of that life. Yeah, and that, and that's definitely a thing, too. I guess what I'm saying is I don't have enough information information to know which side Rohan himself is on. Mm-hmm. So I can't. All I can go on is, nigga, it sounds like the same bullshit that all of the other absentee fathers spit. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I, I don't know enough information to put him in that category. So I ain't going to go too hard on his ass, right? The fact that he's also (laughs) The fact that he's also uh, Publicly saying something about this And not contradicting it Or like opposing it Says to me It's like Oh that's interesting Mm -hmm. 
right? A lot of times, nigga, a lot of times, uh, niggas who have those characteristics that she described and her absentee father would have been like, they would have been defensive. They would have come up with an excuse or True. reason yeah. or it wouldn't have sounded like that. Well, he said, yo, I love you. I totally understand what you're saying. I feel you. Mm-hmm. And he kind of left it at that. And I, and that was the, the public thing that he shared. So I don't know. I thought that was very interesting. The, 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 um, my takeaway from this whole situation was I've never seen uh, confronted parents react in this way. And I thought it was very refreshing. Hmm. I've experienced that before. What part? Confronting my parent and them. I've experienced both sides. Like where the person is like, oh, I never did that. Like, no, you're wrong. Like trying to convince you that you don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Or at least that you don't know how you felt, I would say. Yeah. Um, and huh. then the other, another parent, like you calling them out and them like acknowledging like you're right like that was wrong and let me let me try to do better but i think Mm -hmm. that like i said humanizing your parents if you get an opportunity to do that i think that's great however i do also kind of like the ignorance is bliss like i just look at my parents as parents with no flaws and no no issues that i feel like i would have to call out that helped me deal with my interactions with other people. Hmm. So. Very interesting. <clears throat> um, yeah, man. Shout out to Lauren Hill. Shout out to Rohan Marley. Shout out to Salah Marley. Uh, shout out to the whole family. Hopefully they can, you know, heal in whatever, they, uh, whatever way they need to. If you listen to uh, Salah's whole video, or at least chunks of the video... <laughs> Uh, she's very smart, yo. Like she has, she's very, very intelligent. She has a certain outlook on life that you wouldn't expect the offspring of celebrities to have. It's just, I don't know if you just the way that she's talking about certain shit is like, ah, interesting. That's very intelligent of you. Like it's developed thinking, if that makes sense. It's not. Yeah. Surface level shit That's how I feel about Jaden Smith the prophet Oh yeah Jaden's a god yeah. But Jaden's a god though True. That's different yeah. Jaden's a god Shout out to Jaden yeah. um, um, That made me curious Do you believe in Corporal punishment for children? No I don't Why is that? Because niggas Especially young niggas Is hard headed <laughs> And that shit don't Like you know, when you talk about things like corporal punishment, what you're, what you're trying to say is something that universally works, or at least works on majority of people. And I just think that there's enough people where that shit don't work on, mm-hmm. where it's not viable. It's too many people where that shit <clears throat> damage, does more damage than it does help. So if your child is misbehaving, say, in school, do you believe in punishment or do you believe in some kind of another form of like trying to communicate with them why their behavior wasn't correct no i believe in punishment so what kind of punishment would you yield to a child if it's not going to be like a physical weapon i don't have any children but i know when i was a kid um mental punishments worked a lot better than physical punishments 
What's an example of a mental punishment? Turn my mic up. A perfect example. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. <laughs> yeah, my freshman year in high school, um, I, I so I played baseball as a kid, um, and I was pretty good. My freshman year in high school, I was supposed to play varsity. Um, I missed the first practice. Uh, Why? You sound like you know the reason why. I don't. Oh, I, so I, the I was reason trying why to say that so you wouldn't try to skip over it. No, nah, the reason okay. why was because uh, there was a four hour, and I shit you not, there was a four hour delay in me filling my snake's water tank. <laughs> what? Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. So uh, because I didn't, my punishment was that I could not go to the first baseball practice of the year. Okay. Which meant that I could not play varsity and start varsity, which I was good enough to do, mm -hmm. my freshman year, which had a long-term impact on my literal life. Life, right? Okay. However, at wait, you said you were a freshman? Yep. In freshman high year. school. In high school, yep. Um, but so because I did not uh, start the year off on the varsity team, I was good enough to become varsity in my freshman year. Let's not get it twisted here at all, people. But I didn't be able to start the season on varsity because I missed that very first practice. Allegedly. We can, I mean, we can call my mother right now and confirm it. We got that technology, brother. We do. Uh, it's also 9 o'clock on her birthday weekend. She's probably asleep. <laughs> uh, but no, all I have to say is you know, my punishment for that was to miss that practice. The impact of that was that I could not start the year on varsity, which had a longer term impact into my college choices, scholarship opportunities, et cetera. Right. But was but that what I, punishment done with the intention for that to happen? Or was it just like a bad timing punishment? Like it didn't go, wasn't well thought out that it could have these type of impacts. Knowing your parents, I'm assuming that wasn't the, Reason behind that punishment That wasn't the intended consequence okay. Behind that punishment However If I was punished corporately Right If I had to do push ups Or if I had to go run some sprints Or if I got mm -hmm. my ass beat Is that corporal punishment? Yeah. I thought just getting your ass beat was strictly I feel like a f I thought it was like cruel unusual punishment so I think there's a distinction between because I when you said mental cool. I thought you meant like running laps and doing push-ups. Nah. Okay. Nah. 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 <laughs> a physical to me a physical punishment something that is yeah. a physical something physical would to me is corporal punishment. Mm. Exactly. Yes, I believe in corporal punishment. Then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so for me In this situation That I described If I would've got my ass beat If I would've had to run Sprints for a whole day mm -hmm. If I would've had to do Any of those other things Number one I would've still Been able to be On a varsity team Right But number two I don't think I would've Learned the lesson <laughs> The same way If that makes sense So You don't even fuck With that snake anymore Is that the lesson Right. Well, the what snake. The lesson? <laughs> the, no, the lesson was that, at least the lesson that I took from it was that if I'm going to be responsible, especially for the livelihood of other living things, then I need to take that responsibility seriously. Mm -hmm. That was the lesson I got. Got you. Um, I would have not learned the same lesson if 
You know what I'm saying? If I was able to start varsity and no kind of um, consequences would have happened because of that. I learned the lesson um, in, in the way that I learned it, but I don't know. I feel like, um, yeah, corporal, corporal punishment ain't necessary for every situation, though. Right. It's not. And let's also be clear. My kids will be getting popped. <laughs> Sometimes you need to get smacked upside your head. Sometimes you need to ask me. So now I'm confused because I thought you were anti-corporal punishment because you prefer mental punishment. But you want to do a mixture of both? I think that a healthy mix is always like good. Prison camp. Balance <laughs> is always good. Balance is always good. Balance is always good. And I think that it's situational. I don't have any kids, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I feel like as a person you who has been raised. You think you're going to do in the yeah, future. As someone who has been raised, I know the things that I appreciated about being raised and the things that I didn't appreciate about being raised. And these are just, I guess, reflections on my thoughts of those things. Head doctor. Wake up. So yeah. <laughs> where do you fall on that like line of punishment? Um, I feel like I personally I think it's good to say that you don't agree with corporal punishment. However, I don't want to speak to what type of disciplinarian I would be. Like I have very little patience <laughs> and I realize that when I'm doing anything and I would I'm very I'm very hopeful that when I have my child that um I will have the patience to not go straight for corporal punishment although I think that that is what I would naturally do. I agree with that statement. <laughs> no bones about that. So if you aren't going to do corporal like I'm curious from both of you what would be an example of punishment for a child withholding things okay um i think more so like restrictions and then also i i want a very open dialogue my mother talked very openly with me and my sorry and my brother from very on early on and i see the benefits of that now when i look at my peers and the relationships that they have with their parents and i'm like i definitely don't want that okay so, little Timmy, don't push the mic away. We're not done with you. So, little Timmy, um, he got a he got sent home because he was fighting. So you're taking away his video games. That's the wrong person. It just you got to give more details. Why was he fighting? Was it his fault? Right. <laughs> we talked to Brittany, bro. He slapped the teacher because he didn't like how they were talking to him. Were they disrespectful? How was she talking to him? <laughs> <laughs> Did she I'm call him a little nigga? Way. I'm like, was nope. it his fault or was it not? <laughs> Did she say I respect that. Nigga? I respect that. Um, let's say that she called him out on something he was doing wrong and he didn't like it and he slapped the teacher. Okay. So, at the root of this issue, he does not like taking accountability. So, yes, he would definitely get a withholding punishment. So, like... How long is a withholding punishment going to last? Well, personally, I don't want my kids to even be engaging with all of those, like, electronics and stuff from the start. <laughs> so I think a small withholding would do its job because they won't normally have it anyway, if that makes sense. Like, I okay. mean, small, like, in, like, 
Like, I don't want my kids to sit and watch TVs and tablets all day. Like, I want them to live a very... Read a book. Right. Read a book. Go outside. Like, be creative. So, I think restrictions in that area... I have to do restrictions that will make them feel it, but probably wouldn't be substantial for, like, another kid who watches TV and shit all day, you know, or yeah. plays their game all day. Hmm. What about you? I think that punishments need to be individualized. The shit that worked <laughs> to so fix my behavior. Yeah. Okay. The shit that worked to fix my behavior. Let me put it another way. You think it worked? The shit that worked to fix some of my siblings' behavior <laughs> did not work on me. Hmm. Why? Period. Because I'm hard-headed, I'm an asshole, and I don't give a fuck about the same shit that they do. That's why. That's really interesting because I feel like younger siblings usually learn from the ass whoopings that their older siblings get. So. But it's also different when your parents stop giving a fuck about the shit that they whooped your ass for. <laughs> so the same shit that my youngest siblings get away with is the shit that I would be probably missing for a month or two for. It's true. They be doing some wild shit. They be doing some. Your parents like wild shit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's funny to see that. It's just very different. See how you set and of your, individuals <laughs> that we talking about. Seeing how you and your brother were raised compared to your two younger siblings it's is wild, miles apart. It's very it's interesting wild. to see that. Because I, I would always be shocked by some of the things me, me and your older cousin Joseph could do that you couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Now I can definitely see them not even giving any kinds of fuck about your younger siblings they doing that. So it's funny. It's it's really funny because I I've reached a point in my life where I get it. Them niggas is tired, bro. (laughs) (laughs) They are fucking exhausted. The shit that me and Malik put them through, and Malik more so recently, (laughs) and me more so when I was younger, bro, them niggas are tired, fam. They're tired. And they also learn. They also learn and grow as individuals and and as parents. They learn from their mistakes as well. I actually talked to them about that, about raising y'all. I think one of the things I got from that conversation, because it was like a three-hour conversation. I'm sure. (laughs) One of the things I got (laughs) from that. Yeah. (laughs) One of the things I remember from that conversation was, I think with the first two kids, they thought they could like mold and force the kids to fall into a certain type of behavior a certain type of lifestyle but once they kind of got older and became more experienced with raising children they learned that you could just the best you can do is just provide them with different options and kind of show them what could happen if you do this this way and what could happen if you do it that way mm-hmm. but like trying to force and mold the kids they realized that wasn't working so I think that's part of the change yeah and that's a that's that's a big that's a big thing and the reason why I think this is relevant for what we were talking about with Salah is I think she's in the moment where she's starting to come to terms with her emotions to how she was raised and I think that the next stage um, or another stage is understanding her parents Mm -hmm. right and I, rem- I literally, I remember going through this, being literally pissed off and angry at my parents. And then getting to a spot where I was like, damn, y'all niggas was really trying. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, it, and, it, and it, yeah. And just, I remember when I got to a certain age, when I realized I had zero kids and my dad had three. 
at my age. I was like, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I was like, and I called him. I was like, nigga. <laughs> I like literally just had a moment where I ain't really have to say too much to him, but like just I was like, fam, thank you. I'm sorry. I get it. Wow, <laughs> type shit, and it was like it was a, it was a light bulb moment for me because I don't know what it was, but for some reason I just had like a, a it's babysitting. That's what it's I don't know what it was, <laughs> but I felt like the Umbrella Academy. I felt like five. Oh I felt like five traveling back in time, and I felt like my father at the age that I was with three fucking kids and a wife and a regular job. I was like. Oh no! Nah, let me call this nigga. <laughs> it was, it was wild to just like, I don't know, to look at it from that that side of it, that lens. It was it was intense. It was wild. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I'm I'm I I guess I'm I'm honestly speaking not interested, but it will be interesting when Lauren Hill's daughter like gets to that point where she's able to look at her parents like, oh shit. Yeah. From like y'all's per- their perspective instead of just her own. Mm-hmm. They, both her parents definitely have a unique upbringing, Very. And background, and experience. Exactly. Up, so, and yeah. given their backgrounds and their experiences, I was even refreshed to see how they reacted to it. True. Yeah. Given their backgrounds yeah. and experiences, yeah. that was even dope to me. Um, I don't know. I feel like we we spend a lot of time on fucking salon. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Let's go ahead and shut this thing down. It has been the self medicated podcast for August seventeenth. My mama birthday. Happy birthday, mama! Um, as always, I am your host, the Wayfair, aka Quentin Quarantino, aka the Banter Boss, aka John Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. Here as always with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, aka the box hunter. <laughs> A.K.A. One Pop Poppy, A.K.A. The Bottom Feeder. Uh, Here with special guests, special guests uh, with more A.K.A.s than she came in with, Dr. B.R.B., the head doctor, A.K.A. Ace, A.K.A. I.U.D.B. Demons exist. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And special shout out to uh, Slangin' Bird, Shannon. Thank you for joining us. Demons exist. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for joining us um, as always and we out. <laughs>